0: Hello and welcome to the Flight of Your Life podcast. This is Teresa Barnaby. As usual, very grateful that you are joining in uh, and listening to this episode. So just give you a really quick update. uh, Our family picnic was excellent. The weather was phenomenal. The place was absolutely beautiful. We had a lake surrounding us on uh, two sides. There was a swimming place uh, some of the kids went fishing playground ah it was great it was absolutely great good time very good time very glad to be part of it all and uh, so grateful that everybody did indeed show up for the festivities and uh, yeah it was great it was really good and probably uh, if somebody were to say what was your best part of the whole day uh, I think it was when I think this happened twice actually when uh, we just all put our chairs in a big circle, all the adults, and just sat around and talked and told stories and laughed and just thoroughly enjoyed ourselves out in the midst of mother nature. It was absolutely glorious. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, So tomorrow I am going to visit my aunt. She is the only aunt that I have left, uh, my mother's side or my father's side. She happens to be a Barnaby, uh, and she turned 94 in July, 94, unbelievable. And uh, she has a ton of stories, a ton of history, and uh, we've been working diligently to get that history Uh, out of her brain onto paper recording something because when she goes there's 94 years of the Barnaby history that goes with her so uh, we we really uh, have been begging her almost to write it down or I mean we've done everything right we've given her you know notebooks and writing tablets and pens and pencils we even i think my sister one time even bought her a tape recorder with a bunch of blank tapes i think i made a deal with her one time that uh if she would just write a page a month and mail it to me i promised that i would write back to her yeah nothing's well we've bought her stamps to to mail uh yeah we've tried a little bit of everything but The Woman is a walking history book when it comes to our family and a lot more like uh, she was born in the United States just like my dad but they went back to Italy and they were over there uh, well my dad I think was about like 27 before he came back to the United States he left when he was about 2 as I remember it. she remembers much better but, you know, there are a lot of stories about them living between the two countries. Yeah, between the United States and Italy and who was born where and citizenship. And um, for those of you that have taken any um, uh, fair housing classes or non-discrimination classes, you hear me tell my father's story that he was born in the United States. And uh, he moved to Italy with his family, went back to Italy with his family. Uh, and unfortunately, while he was there, uh, World War II broke out. And he was called upon to serve in the Italian army and did not want to serve. One, he wasn't a fighter. And two, he didn't want to fight against his own country because America and Italy were not allies. But he knew that if he refused to be part of the Italian army, that his sisters and his mother, who were back in Italy at the time, uh, his older brother and father were over here in the United States, that if he didn't go fight in the army, they would take his entire family uh, to a concentration camp. And so he had no choice but to join the Italian army for the benefit of, The rest of the family. And then we would hear stories like the German soldiers would ransack their house and take whatever food they wanted. And my Nana hid food under the floorboards, especially homemade bread, under the floorboards so that she could feed the kids. And I just found out this past week that I guess we were helping like well, we, the family, uh, the ones that were in Italy, were helping like about forty some people, like giving them shelter when it was unsafe to be in other places around the war. Fascinating. So I can't wait to visit with her tomorrow and get a little bit more detail. And uh, one of my sister's grandchildren uh, was visiting with her a couple of weeks ago and. Uh, Hello, you know, it always takes a younger one. She just got her phone and turned on the recorder and, and let my aunt just talk and recorded this entire history lesson of the family. So that's what I look forward to tomorrow. I can't wait to hear more about our family, about the differences between being born in the U S and, and living in Italy and, Oh, by the way, when my dad, when the war was over and my dad tried to come back to the United States, he had to enter as a, a non-U.S. citizen because he lost his citizenship when he fought in the Italian army. So he had to regain that study, take the tests all over again, even though he was uh, born a U.S. citizen. Very interesting times interesting stories to hear my dad say it was uh always just very emotional just because he lived through it and uh, he passed that story on to us and the grandkids several times it's amazing what people have gone through before us you know that got us to where we are here so i just ask you to like reflect on uh what did people before you go through we kind of had this conversation before and it it just brings it all back up again like to think about my family history what's your family history you know where'd you come from unless you're a native american listen we all came from somewhere you know right um our parents uh grandparents great-grandparents came over from somewhere to here and, uh, and so we all probably have stories from what my dad used to call the old country and coming over on the boat. <laughs> and, uh, those stories make me smile because it reminds me that I'm here because my parent, my dad and his parents, my grandparents and my aunts and uncles, they made they made the trek. They made the journey here to settle in. And my mom's mom, my grandma, did the same thing from Sicily. Uh, My mom's dad did the same thing. And uh, fortunately, we've been able to merge so that we could have this family that we love. I mean, when you ask uh, 28 people to show up at a very short notice, and they all do, And have a blast and look forward to being there. It's uh, pretty amazing. And I'm grateful for my ancestors who formed the Barnaby clan, or my mom's maiden name was San Giovanni, or the San Giovanni clan. And that the two of them came together and, my gosh, have left this amazing legacy of people that have have, uh, come after them. So what's your history? What's your family story? And what stories do you tell when you're sitting around in a huge circle uh, at family events? Like, what does that sound like? What do you guys talk about? Uh, be be, uh, be curi- I'll be curious to, to hear of the story, so please feel free to share. And we reminisced, you know, trips that we've taken, where we've gone, what we've done, who we've gone with, what was the funniest thing about this trip or that trip. It was It was great. It was, it was really exciting to hear everybody's take on a different story or people's take on the same story yeah. and how we can just laugh on stories that we've heard before, <laughs> right? I mean, when they're good stories, they're hard to let go of. Like, think about that. Like, what story do you keep telling over and over that, you know, it's just too good not to be told again in different circles and just thinking about telling it, you know, kind of makes you laugh. So I don't know. Think, think about it. Uh, Feel free to share if you want to share. It's all good. Yeah. And then what's the history? Where are you from? who got you here what did that look like for them and how much do you know of your family history I mean seriously finding out something new about an era that I thought I really understood from my father's perspective uh, I get to hear a new viewpoint from my aunt ah how exciting so what's your story and who knows what about your family like, where does all that history go? I remember uh, my either my Nana, which is my dad's mom, or my grandmother, my mom's mom. Oftentimes one or the other was living with us as I was growing up and I remember. And my dad's mother, Nana, never learned English. And so she only spoke Italian and I just remember stories like, like this one, my, so my mom had laundry out on the back patio to dry, right? Old-fashioned clothesline. So picture this. And uh, my my nana gets my sister, my oldest uh, sibling, this is my sister, brings her to the kitchen window that overlooks the patio that has all my mom's laundry drying. And she's speaking in Italian and she's pointing and, and my sister didn't understand her. So she goes and she grabs my brother. And she brings my brother to the window and now she's getting a little bit more animated and really trying to make her point. And my Nana, when she got excited, her voice started to get higher pitched. And so her voice is getting higher pitched and she's just saying it louder. Like like if she just spoke loud enough, we'd get it <laughs> what she was pointing to. How many of us have tried that, Right. Like we're speaking English and we know somebody else does it. And we just think if we just speak louder, they'll hear it. Uh, well, yeah, they'll hear us louder, but that doesn't mean they're going to understand it. Anyway, she was doing the same thing. My brother didn't get it. So she comes over and she gets me and she brings me up to the window. And and uh, and she's talking to Ty and I'm pointing out the window and she's really animated. And yeah, I didn't understand her either. And then all of a sudden my neighbor comes over and she walks in the basement. She hollers up the stairs to us kids and she says, hey, it's starting to rain. Y'all need to get the laundry off the clotheslines. And then we were like, oh my gosh, that's what my Nana was trying to tell us. That the rain was coming and we had to get the clothes. None of us understood it. But isn't it interesting at the exact time when my Nana was just frustrated with all three of us that my neighbor comes over tells us the exact same thing in English, of course. And we got it. And so all three of us kids go running downstairs. We take the clothes off the line. And my Nana's like, like that's what she's been trying to tell us. And how frustrating for her that uh, we didn't get it. But mission accomplished. The clothes came down. They didn't get wet. Everything was fine. Uh, but I remembered things like that happening. And and I remember the older I got, the more I wished I spoke Italian. Not that my Nana spoke English, but that I spoke Italian. My Nana lived to 98. And I remember thinking that if I could only speak Italian, how much history that woman had about my family, my heritage, you know, um, what, what it was like to have the farm in Italy and what was my dad like as a kid growing up. All those things that I only wished I knew, but I didn't speak the language. You know, and then I get this question all the time. Well, why didn't you guys speak the language? If your Nana lived with you and, and she spoke Italian, why didn't I learn how to speak Italian? Well, I, used, I asked my dad that one time and And he said, okay, now my dad is from uh, Abruzzo. And my mom is from Sicily. And the dialects in Italy are very different. And so he used to tell me, he says, well, if I teach you my Italian, you won't understand your mother's Italian, which meant my grandmother's Italian. But both of them could speak English, so it was no big deal. But if they taught us uh, my mom's dialect, then we wouldn't understand my dad's dialect because it was different. Now, my mom happened to uh, know uh, both Italians. I mean, it's not really two different Italians, but she understood and spoke, um, the Italian spoke by Sicilians, and she learned the Italian that my dad and his family spoke. So she was able to, you know, cross over the barrier So what I figured out is my mom nor my dad really wanted us to learn Italian because when they wanted to talk about things they didn't want us to know, they spoke Italian. And that's kind of what I figured and and I chuckle about that today. Uh, And I remember when the relatives would come over, they would all sit around the table and just uh, talk Italian like it was their native tongue because for the most part it really was. Most of my aunts and uncle's native tongue was uh, Italian, even though uh like I said, several of them were born in the United States. so I never got to speak to my nana in Italian, and ninety eight years of history passed with her, and uh I know she loved us and we and we loved her a very kind woman, very wise woman. Uh, when, when she would say something, of course, somebody would translate, very wise woman. So what we don't want to happen is uh, a repeat of that. Uh, my aunt is here, alive at 94, T- attention to detail, oh my gosh, she can tell you, dates, times, cities, oh, unbelievable. And so we're going to go tap some of that family history tomorrow. And uh, I very, very much look forward to it and uh, anxious to learn something new that I don't know. And I have a feeling there's probably a lot. Uh, and then learn the Italian culture. What was it like growing up in Italy? What was it like coming back to the United States? You know, cool things because there's such diversity uh, in my heritage so again, you know, what's your history and who's the history holder? And what happens when that person leaves? Where does the history of your family go? Um, my brother-in-law's uh, brother was visiting uh, this past week and, and uh, his wife and he are into genealogy. And we were talking about you know, DNA tests and finding out so much about your family history. And uh, I'd never thought about doing that. And, I, and I'll tell you why. I, this is exactly what I told them. I don't really want to do the DNA test because I don't want to find out that I'm not as Italian as I think I am. <laughs> like, how many of you are so proud of your heritage that you're just happy, you know, believe in what you believe uh, about who you are and what your makeup is and, and we all laughed because uh, I was pretty adamant about it. Uh, but he made me see a different, a different perspective. And, and, um, and it's this, that you get your, your family history based on the people who have actually submitted, you know, for their own genealogy. They've submitted their own DNA for the genealogy. And I thought, wow, I, I looked at my sister. And I said, wow, we almost owe it to our family who's trying to, you know, put the pieces of the puzzle together to get our study done or submit our, you know, whatever it is, our little spit swab um, so that it can become a record in like Ancestry.com so that people can find the missing links of our family. So I kind of have a different take on it now, you know. I didn't want to know if I wasn't, you know, as a tie-in as I think I am. But I really think I want to contribute to somebody who's going to come after me and really want to connect the dots of our family tree. And so I just might do it more to honor putting the history in the history books. Now, if we get enough information from my aunt, and uh, and we can literally reconstruct the Barnaby family from her perspective and her knowledge. Uh, then maybe not. But we're, I'm not going to get that all in a day. It's taken us all these years to get to the point where we're at. Just getting her to talk about it so that we can record it. So we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But um, yeah, so think about it. Think about your family. Uh, where you're from, what's your history? who's the history keeper uh how can you tap into it? How can you be the record keeper of it uh so that it doesn't get lost so that it gets passed down and your history doesn't die and uh yeah, I'll be curious to hear. Like I've been saying, I'll I'll be really curious and I'll be more than glad to share, um, obviously, uh, what I find out from my aunt tomorrow. So um, be grateful for what you do know about your family. Be open and curious about what you can learn about your family. The people who raised you, you know, look, it doesn't always have to be blood to be family, right? Yeah. so who raised you? Who surrounded you? Who'd you hang out with? What's that history? You know, I, I it just made me think. I just took pause for a second because I'm like, doesn't everything have a story? You know, that might somebody might want to record. Like, okay, so here's the thought that just popped into my mind. We grew up on uh, on this street that was a, had a circle at the bottom, right? So it was a one way in, one way out. And uh, I'm thinking, man, there's a history on that street. You know, what we did as we grew up, uh, who we grew up with, what was important to us as kids, how did we perceive our parents? You know, I grew up in a neighborhood where people would sit on their front porch and talk, literally, like... You'd go outside and you'd sit on your porch and then the neighbor would get on their porch and then the other neighbor would get on their porch and the next thing you knew all of them were on one porch, <laughs> you know, and all of us kids, you know, their kids, we were all out playing hide and seek and oh uh, oh my gosh, we we just knew, you know, when the street lights came on, it was time to play and when we heard the, our names called, we had to come home, no questions asked. I grew up on that kind of street. And just as I was thinking about recording family history, I'm like, what about, man, can you just think about how much history you have to record already? And it just hit me like, I don't need to depend on my aunt to record my years of history. She just needs to catch it up to the time I can remember my life. And if she does that with my sister, and my brother, we can start piecing some really cool things together. So, what history are you holding? What history would you share to the big piece of this puzzle called your family or, you know, your growing up? So now I'm like, okay, maybe I should be recording some things about my neighborhood and the kids I grew up with and how I was influenced by them and what we did and, wow, that opens up a whole new conversation. What was it like? And and how can I be the, my aunt? Not at 94, I don't have to wait till I'm 94 to, to share the history. Ah, anyway. Food for thought, what history are you Creating right now that you need to record so that you f- help fill in the blanks. You help put in the piece. You help put the piece of the puzzles, the pieces of the puzzle together for generations to come behind you. Yeah, it sounds exciting. Well, whatever you choose to do with this podcast is totally up to you. Uh, I hope it inspires you to. You know, just share, like write it out, be the history lesson for somebody else or go grab the history from those who uh, are, are holding it in their minds uh, before it's too late. So, I mean, I don't plan on losing my aunt anytime soon, but I definitely don't want to lose any history Uh, when her time comes so hopefully you feel the same way and uh, happy exploring however you define family uh, wherever they are and however you record the history Uh, if there is is history and if there isn't that's history too Uh, so enjoy the process whatever it happens to be I will also tell you that it's very cathartic to write so much uh about a family or a person or a thought or a concept but hey grab it grab it while you can create it be the history makers uh, if not the history maker at least the uh the recorder <laughs> okay i uh, hope you enjoyed this uh thank you for sharing family time with me thank you for listening to uh, my adventures with my family this week And, uh, I really appreciate you taking the precious moments of your time, maybe even away from your family and loved ones, friends, uh, to listen to stories about mine. So always grateful, always grateful. This is Teresa Barnaby. Peace out.